Chronic Fatigue Syndrome. Chronic Fatigue Syndrome, how to diagnose? When the chronic fatigue syndrome bad at least four months of disabling fatigue affecting both mental and physical, so it must be both mental, mental and physical function, more than 50% of the time in the absence of other disease which may explain symptoms. Epidemiology, most common in female and past psychiatric history, has not been shown to be a risk factor. Fatigue is a central feature. Other recognized features include sleep problems such as insomnia, hypersomnia, unrefreshing sleep, disturbance sleep wave cycle muscle and joint pains headaches and very important painful lymph nodes without enlargement chronic fatigue syndrome will find painful lymph nodes sore throat cognitive dysfunction such as difficulty thinking inability to concentrate and impairment of the short-term memory and difficulties with word finding physical also or mental exertion makes symptoms worse um, we'll find general malaise or flu-like symptoms and dizziness and nausea and palpitation. Investigation nice guidance suggests carrying out a large number of screening blood tests to exclude other pathology. For example, you should go for full blood count, urea and electrolyte, liver function test, glucose, thyroid function test, ESR, CRP, calcium, CK and ferritin. If it's uh, children and young people only and celiac screening, we'll find all normal. Management cognitive behavioral therapy is very effective. Number one to treat. Number two, graded exercise therapy, a formal supervised program, not just advice to go to gym. Three, pacing, organizing activities to avoid tiring and low dose. I mean, may be useful for poor sleep and referral to a pain management clinic if the pain is predominant. Predominant features. We will find better prognosis of the chronic fatigue syndrome in children. Fibromyalgia. Fibromyalgia is a syndrome characterized by widespread pain throughout the body. So it's pain throughout the body with tender points at specific anatomical sites. The cause of fibromyalgia is unknown. Epidemiology women are around five times more likely to be affected. It's typically present between 30 and 50 years old. Features of fibromyalgia include chronic pain, chronic pain at multiple sites, sometimes pain all over. Also, we'll find lethargy and cognitive impairment, which is called fibrofog, and sleep disturbance and headache and dizziness are common. Sometimes it's associated with inflammatory bowel disease like ulcerative colitis. Diagnosis is clinical and sometimes refers to the American colleague of rheumatology classification criteria, which lists nine pair of tender points on the body. If a patient is tender in at least 11 of these 19 points, it makes a diagnosis of fibromyalgia more likely. The management of fibromyalgia is often difficult and need to be tailored to the individual patients. So treatment includes explanation and aerobic exercise has the strongest evidence base and cognitive behavioral therapy and medication like bergabaline, duloxetine and amitriptyline. And fibromyalgia is or is normal. We have also a myofascial. It's a type of fibromyalgia. It's, it's the pain is only in the face and neck only. We have reflex sympathetic dystrophy. It's initial injury, then surgery at the, the site of the injury, then pain, erythema, edema, then sympathetic dystrophy, so-called dry erythematous painful skin. Polymyalgia rheumatica. It's an old female and it's pain, not weakness. Polymyalgia rheumatica. This and so it's seen in older in older people characterized by muscle stiffness and raised inflammatory markers. The polymyalgia rheumatica has increased inflammatory markers than ESR. 
whilst it appears to be closely related to temporal arthritis, the underlying cause is not fully understood and it's not a vasculitis. Features of polymyalgia rheumatica include typically patients more than 60 years, rapid onset less than one month, and aching and morning stiffness in the proximal limb muscles. Weakness is not considered symptoms of polymyalgia rheumatica. Also, we'll find mild polyarthralgia, lethargy, depression, low-grade fever, and anorexia and night sweats. Investigation will find raised inflammatory markers, so ESR will be more than 40 mm per hour. And note that creatine kinase and EMG normals as no destruction in the muscle treatment by low dose of prednisolone. 15 mg once daily patients typically respond to dramatically to steroids failure to do so should promote consideration of an alternative diagnosis so let's compare the inflammatory myositis like polymyositis and dermatomyositis will find elevated esr and elevated ck while polymyalgia rheumatica it's a female more than 60 years esr is elevated only and low prednisolone will responds dramatically and is associated with giant cell arthritis while fibromyalgia or myofascial it's a female normal esr normal ck just a pain treatment by tricyclic antidepressant and cognitive behavioral chronic fatigue syndrome it's a young female lymph node pain without enlargement and mental and both mental and physical tiredness and will find flu-like symptoms in the normal esr and ck treatment by cognitive behavioral therapy graded exercise and low dose tricyclic antidepressant to differentiate between glucocorticoid-induced myopathy and polymyalgia rheumatica and inflammatory myopathies like polymyositis and dermatomyositis and statin-induced myopathy and hypothyroid myopathies. Glucocorticoid-induced myopathies, clinical picture is a proximal muscle weakness plus atrophy and there is no pain. ESR and CK both normals. Polymyalgia rheumatica in the clinical picture. We will find muscle pain and stiffness in the shoulder and the pelvis and tenderness and response to glucocorticoids is are elevated but CK is normal. Inflammatory myopathies like dermatomyositis and poliomyositis, the clinical picture, we will find pain, tenderness in the proximal muscle and weakness and skin rash and inflammation and arthritis, ESR and CK both are elevated. While statin-induced myopathies will find muscle pain and tenderness with or without weakness and rare will cause to rhabdomyolysis, ESR normal while CK is elevated. In the hypothyroid myopathies, it's muscle pain plus cramps in the proximal muscles and delayed tender reflex, ESR just like statin normal and CK just like statin is elevated. So statin-induced myopathy and hypothyroid myopathies. ESR is normal while CK is elevated. In the inflammatory myopathies, both ESR and CK elevated. Polymyalgia rheumatic ESR only elevated CK is normal. In the glucocorticoid-induced myopathies, ESR and CK both normal. Muscle dystrophies. Main reasons of muscle dystrophies maybe include Duchenne's or Becker or myotonic. The genetics. Duchenne and Becker both as X-linked recessive in chromosome XP21. Duchenne's onset is 2 years or 3 years. It's a progressive, progressive weakness. We'll find gower sign and cuff pseudohypertrophy in the frame shift. While Becker, Becker onset from 50, 5 to 15 years and it's milder weakness if we compare it with Duchenne and in frame shift. While both Duchenne and Baker, it's a problem in dystrophic protein where, where muscle replaced by fat. Comorbidities in Duchenne's scoliosis and cardiomyopathy. Comorbidities in Baker's cardiomyopathy. Prognosis: Duchenne wheelchair death twenty from twenty to thirty years from respiratory failure or heart failure. While Baker death also, but from forty to fifty years from heart failure. Myotonic. 
جينيتيك سسبتابيلتي مايوتونيك اتس ان اوتوزومال دومينانت ان سي تي جين ان كروموزوم 19 كيو اند 13 اند 3 يبقى سي تي جي على كروموزوم 19 كيو 13 و3 سنهم 12 ل 30 سنه وي ويل فايند فيشل ويكنس اند هاند جريب problem and myotonia and dysphagia the common repetitives of myotonic associated with arrhythmia we cataract and balding and testicular atrophy and infertility dermatomyositis and poliomyositis and then the muscle fibers muscle fibers endomysium endomysium poliomyositis muscle fibers محطوطين بالاندوميزيام مع بعض توجذر محطوطين ببيري ميزيام البيري ميزيام انفليمز توجوز فور ديرماتومايسيتس وانفليميشن اندوميزيام والكوز بوليومايسيتس انفليميشن ان ذا بيري ميزيام والكوز ديرماتومايسيتس اند انفليميشن ان ذا ابي ميزيام تش فروم ذا اوتسايد والكوز مايوسايتس سو ديرماتو اند سو اندوميزيام بوليومايسيتس بوليومايسيتس سي دي 8 اند انتي جو 1 هيز 2 سايتس اند Perimysium, it's dermatomyositis CD4 and anti-MI2, 25%. So, dermatomyositis. Dermatomyositis, it's an inflammatory disorder causing symmetrical proximal muscle weakness and characteristic skin lesions may be idiopathic or associated with connective tissue disorders or underlying malignancy. So, if you, you diagnose dermatomyositis or poliomyositis, search for inner malignancies. Uh, like typically ovarian, breast, or lung cancer found in 20 to 25% more if the patient's older. Screening for an underlying malignancy is usually performed following a diagnosis of dermatomyositis. Poliomyositis is a variant of the disease where skin manifestations are not predominant. Skin features of dermatomyositis include photosensitivity and macular rash of the back and the shoulder, which is called shawl signs. It's rash on chest and neck and shoulder. And heliotrope sign, heliotrope rash, it's in the, in the periorbital region of the eye. And the gutron's papule, gutron's papule, it's a rough red papule over the extensor surface of the fingers on the knuckles and mechanic hands, which is extremely dry and scaly hands with linear cracks on the palmar and lateral aspects of the finger and the nail fold capillary dilatation. Other features of dermatomyositis include proximal muscle weakness, plus or minus tenderness and renous signs, and respiratory muscle weakness and interstitial lung disease like fibrosing alveolitis or organizing pneumonia and dysphagia and dystonia. And the investigation, the majority of the patients, around 80% are NA anapositive. Around 30% of patients have antibodies to amino acyl T. TRNA synthase, which anti synthesis antibodies, including antibodies against histidine TRNA ligase, also called JO1, JO1 more in polio, and anti antibodies against cognition particle SRP and anti MI2 antibodies, which is more common in dermatomyocytes. So, dermatomyositis and poliomyositis, both myopathy in the proximal muscle, plus both increase in CK and NESR and ANA positive, and we have lymphatic infiltration and paramalignant hidden malignancies. Dermatomyositis investigation and management investigation, elevated CK and EMG and muscle biopsy, and anapositive in 60%, which is most common. And in dermatomyositis, anti-MI2 antibodies are highly specific for dermatomyositis, but only seen in around 25%. So most common and a positive and most specific anti-MI2 anti-JO1 in polio more than in dermatomyositis not commonly seen in dermatomyositis management by prednisolone Poliomyositis. Poliomyositis is an inflammatory disorders inflammation in the endomysium and it's CD8 and anti-JO1 
polymyositis inflammatory disorder causing symmetrical proximal muscle weakness and thought to be a T-cell mediated cytotoxic process directed against muscle fibers maybe idiopathic or associated with connective tissue disorders it's associated with malignancies or hidden malignancies like ovarian cancer Dermatomyositis is a variant of the disease where skin manifestations are predominant, for example, pur purple or hydrobrash on the cheeks and eyelids. Typically, polyomyositis typically affect middle-aged females, so female to male ratio 3 to 1. Features of polyomyositis include proximal muscle weakness plus or minus tenderness and Reynolds phenomenon and respiratory muscle weakness and interstitial lung disease like fibrosing alveolitis or organizing pneumonia and dysphagia and dysphonia. Investigation elevated keratinin kinase, other muscle enzymes, lactate dehydrogenase elevated aldolase and AST and ALT are also elevated in 85 to 95% of patients and EMG and muscle biopsy will find inclusion bodies and antisynthetase antibodies which is anti-JO1 antibodies are seen in pattern of disease associated with lung involvement and Reynolds and fever also histidyl TUA synthesis so cause its inflammation in B associated with visceral involvement Myopathies. Features of myopathies. Myopathies is symmetrical muscle weakness in proximal more than distal. Common problem are arising from chair or getting out of bed. Sensation normal reflex. Normal nephrosecutions. Cause of myopathies include maybe inflammatory, inherited endocrine or alcohol. <coughs> inflammatory like polymyositis, inherited like Duchenne or Pecker muscle dystrophy or myotonic dystrophy, endocrine like Cushing or thyrotoxicosis and alcohol alcohol so causes, maybe connective tissue disease, maybe endocrine or metabolism, maybe drug or toxins, maybe miscellaneous connective tissue disease of myopathies like polymyositis or dermatomyositis less in patients less than 50 years and maybe inclusion body myositis if more than 50 years, maybe vasculitis, maybe overlap syndrome which is mixed connective tissue disease, the endocrine or metabolism causes of myopathies include hypothyroidism and thyrotoxicosis, Cushing syndrome, electrolyte imbalance, decrease in potassium, calcium, and phosphorus. Drugs or toxins causes of myopathies including corticosteroids and statins and zodobildines and consistine, alcohol and cocaine and heroin, miscellaneous causes like infections or trauma or hyperthermia. Investigation of myopathies include CK and ESR. If CK and ESR both are elevated, so it's maybe due to corticosteroids. If CK is elevate, elevated while ESR normal, so it's a statin or hypothyroid myopathies. If both high, CK and ESR high, so it's inflammatory like polyomyositis or dermatomyositis. If ESR is elevated and CK is normal, so it's polymyalgia rheumatica. ANCA, there are two main types of antineutrophil cytoplasmic antibodies or ANCA. We have C-ANCA cytoplasmic and P-ANCA perinuclear ANCA. For example, remember that C-ANCA granulomatosis with polyandritis in the Wigner granulomatosis, while P-ANCA in Scherk-Strauss syndrome. C, not with the C. C-ANCA or cytoplasmic ANCA most common target serine protease 3, so it's PR3, C-ANCA PR3. Some correlation between C-ANCA and levels and disease activity. C-ANCA is positive in granulomatosis with polyandritis is positive in more than 90%. It's Wigner and microscopic polyandritis positive in 40%. While P-ANCA, most common target is myuroperoxidase. So P-ANCA, MPO, cannot use level for P-ANCA to monitor disease activity. And P-ANCA associated with immune crescent glomerulonephritis. It's positive in 80% of the patients. And the microscopic polyandritis positive in 50 to 75 and with Sergei Strauss positive in 60 percent 
and primary sclerosis and cholangitis positive in 60 to 80 and granulomatosis was polyangitis positive in 25. Other cause of positive ANCA usually P ANCA, inflammatory bowel disease, ulcerative more than Crohn's and connective tissue disorders like rheumatoid arthritis or systemic lupus or Jogren's or autoimmune hepatitis. So P ANCA is most target myeloperoxidase or P ANCA MPO cannot cannot use for level of P ANCA to monitor disease activity P ANCA positive in Crescent glomerulonephritis, which is positive in 90%, and the microscopic polyangitis, which is Wigner, microscopic, microscopic polyangitis, and Scherg-Strauss syndrome, and primary sclerosis and cholangitis, and sometimes granulomatosis polyangitis in 25, and it's positive also, P and K in inflammatory bowel disease and ulcerative colitis, and some connective tissue like rheumatoid arthritis, systemic lupus or Jogren's, and autoimmune hepatitis. Other extractable nuclear antigens. So, overview specific nuclear antigen usually associated with being anapositive examples anti rho, anti rho and Jogren syndrome, and systemic lupus and congenital heart block, anti la, la and Jogren syndrome, anti jo 1 and poliomyositis, anti skill 70 is diffuse cutaneous systemic sclerosis, and anti centromere in limited cutaneous systemic sclerosis. So, anti rho and Jogren and systemic lupus and congenital heart block, anti la and Jogren syndrome. Anti-JO1 in poliomyositis, anti-sclear 70, diffuse cutaneous systemic sclerosis, while anti-centromere in limited cutaneous systemic sclerosis. Systemic lupus erythromatosis epidemiology is much more common in female, so female to male ratio 9 to 1, and more common in Afro-Caribbean and Asian communities. The set incidence in black African is lower than in black American. Onset usually 20 to 40 years, incidence rising substantially during the past 50 years. Pathophysiology, it's autoimmune disease, it's a type 3 hypersensitivity reaction associated with the HALA, BD, B8, and DR2 and DR3, thought to be caused by immune system dysregulation leading to immune complex formation. The immune complex deposition can affect any organ including the skin, joint, kidney, and brain. Systemic lupus erythromatosis features it's a multi-system and autoimmune disorders typically presents in early adulthood and is more common in women and people of Afro-Caribbean origin. We'll find general features in skin and musculoskeletal and cardiovascular and respiratory and renal and neuropsychiatric and blood. General features will find fatigue, fever and mouth ulcers and lymphadenopathy. Skin will find malar or butterfly rash which is, which is pairs the lesolipial fold. We'll find discoid rash. Discoid rash is a scaly Erythematous will demarcated rash in the sun exposed area. Lesion may be progressed to become pigmented and hyperkeratotic before becoming atrophic. And photosensitivity runs to phenomenon and levedo, reticularis, and non scarring alopecia. The musculoskeletal will find arthralgia and non erosive arthritis, which is jacket arthropathy. In the cardiovascular, we'll find pericarditis, which is the most common cardiac manifestation, which is called, which is called Lehman sac, and the myocarditis. Respiratory, we'll find pleurisy and fibrosing alveolitis. The renal, will find proteinuria and glomerulonephritis. It's a diffuse proliferative glomerulonephritis, which is the most common type type 3 and type 4 neuropsychiatric also we will find anxiety anxiety and depression and psychosis and seizures in the blood hemolytic anemia and thrombocytopenia and leukopenia
the investigations for systemic lupus antibodies and and for monitoring the antibodies 99% ana positive it's highly sensitivity makes it useful roll out test but it's low specificity 20% are rheumatoid factor positive anti dna this dna highly specific more than 99 but less sensitive 70% anti thmes it's highly specific also more than 99 but sensitivity 30 also anti u1 and rnp and ssa which is called anti rho and anti and SSB, which is called anti-law, so anti-law and anti-RO and anti-U1 RNP. Monitoring, how to monitor? The inflammatory marker like ESR is generally used during active disease. CRP is characteristically normal and raised CRP may indicate underlying infection. In monitoring, also complement level C3 and C4 are low during active disease because formation of complex leads to consumption of the complements. Anti-DNA tetra can be used for disease monitoring but not present in all patients. So, sign of flare or activity, increase the anti-DNA and decrease in the complement C3 and C4 and the normal CRP. If high CRP, this is mean infection in neonate associated with anti-RO. We have, we have drug-induced lupus. Uh, in drug induced lupus, we'll find antihistone antibodies, and the drugs induced lupus include HEP, H4 hydralazine, I4 isoniazide, P4 procainamide, and quinidine or minocycline and TNF inhibitors, and D penicillamine. Treatment is to stop the drug. We also have discoid lupus, it's a rash and scarring alopecia, follicular keratin and 5% will turn to systemic lupus, and the treatment by topical corticosteroids and oral antimalarial drugs. Thanks. In pregnancy, systemic lupus is overview. The risk of maternal autoantibodies crossing the placenta leads to condition termed neonatal lupus erythromatosis. Neonatal complications include congenital heart blocks, so sometimes it needs temporarily pacemaker and is, uh, is strongly associated with anti-RO SSA antibodies. How to treat systemic lupus treatment by non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs and glucocorticoids and anti-malarial drugs like hydro hydro hydroxychloroquine and cytotoxic drug like adacyprine or cyclophosphamide and mycophenolate and sun protection and bilimumab. So non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs for treat the arthritis and pleurisy. Glucocorticoids, corticosteroids cream are used to treatment skin rash and oral corticosteroids for acute exacerbation and skin and arthritis symptoms. The anti-malarial drugs like hydroxychloroquine for skin and arthritic arthritic symptoms cytotoxic drugs like adacyprine and cyclophosphamide for severe symptoms like lupus nephritis or heart and lung and hemolytic anemia and cns plus corticosteroids mycophenolate for lupus nephritis and sun protection all patients should be advised to wear protective clothing and sunglasses and sunscreen bilimumab it's b-lymphocytes it's igg monoclonal antibody given iv to prevent b-cell activity to inhibit of the B cell proliferation. Discoid lupus erythromatosis is a benign disorder generally seen in younger female. It's rarely progressed to systemic lupus erythromatosis in less than 5% of cases. Discoid lupus erythromatosis characterized by follicular keratin plugs. It's thought to be autoimmune in etiology. So, discoid lupus is follicular keratin plugs. 
it's autoimmune in etiology features of discoid lupus erythematous and raised rash sometimes scaly maybe photosensitive it's more common on face and the neck and ears and scalp patients heal with atrophy and scarring may cause scarring alopecia and pigmentation management of discoid lupus include topical steroid cream and oral anti-malarial drugs maybe a second line like hydroxychloroquine and avoid sun exposure we have drug-induced lupus. Drug-induced lupus, not all the typical features of systemic lupus erythematosus are seen. So sometimes renal and nervous system involvement are unusual and it usually responds or resolves on stopping the drugs. Features of drug-induced lupus include arthralgia, myalgia and skin, malar rash and pulmonary involvement like pleurisy. Pleurisy are common. Ana positive in 100% and DNA positive. Uh, these DNA negative antihistone antibodies are found in 80 to 90 percent. So, in drug induced lupus, ana positive in 100 percent, and antihistone antibodies found in 80 to 90 percent. In 5 percent, maybe you'll find anti Rho or anti Smith positive. Most common causes of the drug induced lupus, including procainamide and hydralazine, less common isoniazide, myonocycline, and phenytoin. So, most common drug cause lupus, including procainamide and hydralazine, less common isoniazide, minocycline, and phenytoin. Systemic sclerosis. Systemic sclerosis condition unknown etiology characterized by hardened and sclerotic skin and other connective tissue. It's four times more common in females. So systemic sclerosis, it's hardened and sclerotic skin, ma hardened sclerotic connective tissues. There are three patterns of systemic sclerosis. Limited cutaneous systemic sclerosis or or diffuse cutaneous systemic sclerosis or scleroderma which is without internal organ involvement let's begin with limited cutaneous systemic sclerosis it's a runner's maybe the first sign scleroderma affects face and distal limb predominantly distal limbs it's associated with anti-centromere antibodies a subtype of the limited cutaneous or limited systemic sclerosis is crest crest syndrome is c4 calcinosis r for renal phenomenon and e4 esophageal dysmotility and s4 sclerodactyly and t4 telangiectasia while diffuse cutaneous systemic sclerosis is scleroderma affect the trunk and proximal limb predominantly it associated with clear 70 antibodies the most common cause of this is now respiratory involvement which is seen in around 80 percent and the interstitial lung disease and the dangerous pulmonary arterial hypertension other complication of diffuse cutaneous systemic sclerosis includes renal and hypertension and it with poor prognosis we have also scleroderma scleroderma without internal organ involvement it's a tightening of the and fibrosis of the skin may be manifest as plagues or morphia or linear treatment of systemic sclerosis include if we have skin manifestation so go for deep penicillamine and non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs and steroids if we have hypertension and kidney give ACE inhibitors a drug of choice if lung give cyclophosphamide and steroid with a small dose if acute flare give corticosteroid but increase the risk of renal crisis if you have severe renal phenomenon so give calcium channel blocker like nifedipine especially and the prostaglandins inhibitors like prostacycline Renat's, Renat's uh, phenomenon may be primarily, but Renat's disease uh, or secondary, it's Renat's phenomenon. So Renat's phenomenon may be primary Renat's disease or we have secondary, which is called Renat's phenomenon. Renat's disease typically present in young women around 30 years old with bilateral symptoms. Factors suggesting that we have underlying connective tissue disease, like onset after 40 years or unilateral symptoms or rashes or 
presence of autoantibodies or features which may suggest rheumatoid arthritis or systemic lupus, for example, arthritis or recurrent miscarriage, or we have digital ulcers and calcinosis and very rarely child planes. Child planes, it's a perineal or itchy, painful, purple swelling which occur on the fingers and toes upon exposure to the cold. Secondary causes may be connective tissue disorders like scleroderma, which is the most common. So scleroderma, which is the most common cause of rheumatoid and rheumatoid arthritis and systemic lupus erythromatosis. Leukemia, type 1 cryoglobulinemia or called agglutinin, use of vibrating tools and drugs like oral contraceptive pills or ergots and cervical rip. Management. All patients with suspected secondary Reynolds phenomenon should be referred to secondary care. First line, actually calcium channel blocker like nifedipine and IV prostacycline epoprostinol infusion, which effects may last several weeks or months. For skin manifestation, give deep penicillamine, non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, and steroids, hypertension, and kidney ACE inhibitors. Nail fold capillary test to differentiate between primarily and secondary Reynolds. Jokren syndrome. Jokeran is autoimmune disorders affecting the exocrine gland resulting in dry mucosal surface. Maybe primary Jokeran or secondary to rheumatoid arthritis or maybe secondary to other connective tissue disorders, where it usually develops around 10 years after the initial onset. Jokeran syndrome is much more common in female, so female ratios 9 to 1. There is marked increased risk of lymphoid malignancies for 40 to 60 folds. Features of Jogren syndrome include dry eye, keratoconvective sicca, and dry mouth, and vaginal dryness, and arthralgia, and renuts or myalgia, sensory polyneuropathy, and recurrent episodes of pyrotitis and renal tubular acidosis, so dry eye, dry mouth, dry vagina, arthralgia, renuts, myalgia, sensory polyneuropathy, recurrent episodes of pyrotitis, and renal tubular acidosis. Investigation of Jogren's include, look, rheumatoid factor positive in nearly 100% of patients, and a positive in 70%, anti-rho antibodies SSA in 70%, anti-LA SSB antibodies in 30%, Chimars test, which is filter paper near conjunctive conjunctival sac to measure tear formation. Histology, we will find focal lymphocytic infiltration, so it's a risk for lymphoid malignancies. Also, we'll find hypergammaglobulinemia and low C4. Management of jograns include artificial saliva and artificial tears, and pilocarpine maybe sometimes stimulates the saliva production. Mixed connective tissue disease, MCTD, or Sharps syndrome. Sharps syndrome. It's a rare heterogeneous and multi-system autoimmune disorders. It is a distinct clinical entity, but features of systemic lupus erythromatosis or systemic sclerosis and myositis may be all present at one time. It is associated with NTU1. RNP, NTU1, riponucleoprotein antibodies. It's not be confused with undifferentiated connective tissue disease. Epidemiology, epidemiology male to female ratio 1, 2, 3. So it's more in female. Average age of presentation of mixed connective tissue disease from 30 to 40 may present in children. Rare instance in adult population is estimated to be 2.1 per million per year in one Norwegian study. Presentation of mixed connective tissue disease including Janet's phenomenon often precedes other symptoms and occur in 90%. So mixed connective tissue disease began with Reynolds, then poly polyarthralgia and arthritis and myalgia and sausage fingers which is called dactylitis. 
Maybe we'll find other clinical important features like in the skin, we'll find photosensitive rash and scleroderma like changes or alopecia. In the esophagus, we'll find esophageal dysfunction. In the lung respiratory, we'll find pleuritis and pulmonary hypertension and interstitial lung disease. In the blood, maybe anemia and lymphadenopathy and splenomegaly, rare TTP. In the heart, we'll find pericarditis, pericardial effusion, accelerated coronary artery disease, and in the kidney, glomerulonephritis tends to be milder than in systemic lupus, and in the brain or neuropsychiatric, we'll find seizures and mood disturbance. In the investigation of mixed connective tissue disease include exclude other connective tissue disease or vasculitis, go for blood, go for full blood counts, we'll find anemia, leukopenia, and thrombocytopenia, and urinary and electrolyte, we'll find renal impairment, we'll find also CRP on ESR ratio elevated, and I usually positive, and DS, DNA scleroderma specific antibodies are negative, and U1 RNP it's positive and must be positive organ specific investigation like ecg echo cities chest and mri brain mri brain management of mixed connective tissue disease including no large scale trials patients have been in included in trial of for systemic lupus or systemic sclerosing treatment to similar level of response to immunosuppressions and non-steroidal endomorphs immunosuppressions endomorphs calcium channel blocker may be used for treatment of renex and proton pump inhibitors for reflux, for reflux disease and endothelene receptor antagonist or prostacycline analog in pulmonary hypertension and the smoking cessation and moderate exercise prognosis the third of the cases of mixed connective tissue disease will have long-term remissions and third of them will uh, develop to chronic symptoms and third develop severe systemic involvement and premature death. Note that NTU1 RNP antibodies are not completely specific and may also seen in other indefinite systemic sclerosing and systemic lupus. But note that we have undifferentiated connective tissue disease referred to syndrome in which features of one or more classical connective tissue disease may be present but not meet diagnostic criteria so NTU1 RNP absent or negative. Marfan's syndrome. Marfan is an autosomal dominant connective tissue disorder that covers the elastine. It's caused by defect in the FBN1 gene on chromosome 15 that codes for protein fibrillin 1. Fibrillin 1 covers the elastine. It's affected around 1 in 3000 people. Features of the Marfan. Our tool is teachers with arm span to height ratio more than 1.05 and high arched palate and arachnodactyly, arachnodactyly, which is long and slender and curved finger and pectus excavatum, pectus excavatum, which is mean wrist bone sucking into the skin, into the chest. Penis, planus or flat feet and scoliosis more than 20 degrees and the heart have dilatation of the aortic sinuses seen in 90% of cases which lead to aortic aneurysm. That's why the most common cause of this is aortic dissection and aortic dissection and aortic regurgitation and mitral valve prolapse. Lung will have repetitive pneumothoraces. The eye upward lens dislocation. Super temporal ectopia lentis and brusclera and myopia, dual ectasia, which is ballooning of the dual, uh, dural sac at the lumbosacral levels. Life expectancy of this patient used to be around 40 to 50 years with the advent of regular echocardiography echo monitoring and beta blocker and ACE inhibitor therapy. This has improved significantly over recent years. Actually, aortic dissection and other cardiovascular problems remain the leading cause of this. However, we also 
also have morphinoid features. Morphinoid features mean marfan and maybe min type 2 and homocystinuria. Homocystinuria actually is also told patients it's a due to defect in methionine metabolism will have retinal detachment or ectopia lentis with infronasal while in marfan superotemporal but in homocystinuria infronasal and we have cognitive impairment in homocystinuria and thrombophilia which is due to DVT. Danol's syndrome. Ehler Danol's syndrome is an autosomal dominant connective tissue disorder that mostly affects type 3 collagen. This result in tissue being more elastic than normal, leading to joint hypermobility and increased elasticity of the skin. So we have two types type 3 and more vascular and type 4 classic. Features and complications of Ehler Danol's syndrome including elastic and fragile skin and joint hypermobility, recurrent joint dislocation, and easy bruising and aortic regurgitation or mitral valve prolapse or aortic dissection. So AR, MVP, and AD, AR, aortic regurgitation, MVP, mitral valve prolapse, and AD, aortic dissection. Also, in Ehler Danels, we will find subarachnoid hemorrhage and angioid retinal streaks. Rheumatoid arthritis. Rheumatoid arthritis is an autoimmune disease. Its antibodies attack joint cells attached to the synovium. We have antigen presenting cells like the macrophages HALA-DR1 and HALA-DR4 point to the joints as its antigen so body can attack collagen in joints. Immunity, macrophage activity, helper 0, T helper 0 will activate both humoral, immu humoral immunity and cytotoxic or T lymphocyte. Cytotoxic or T lymphocyte will activate T helper 1 and interleukin 6 and tumor necrosis factor and cytokines. So protease plus cytokines attack and lysis bone and cartilage and cartilage in the joints. So cartilage is replaced with granulation tissue or called pannus. Yeah, then after that, the humoral immunity or immunoglobulin will activate it. So cytokines plus inflammatory factors will traveling all over the body to find giants or and extra giant manifestations. So in brain, we'll find fever and or brain fog. In the lung, interstitial lung fibrosis and lung nodule. In the muscle, we'll find skeletal muscle pain and breakdown. Also constipation in the intestine and skin, find rheumatoid nodule. And in the liver, increase the liver enzymes and blood vessels, we'll find... Uh, Theromatous plagues and in the eye, keratoconjunctivitis conjunctivitis sicca or cataract or episcleritis. In the blood, we'll have anemia of chronic disease and megaloblastic anemia due to methotrexate, as methotrexate will decrease the folate. We have some, and in the, in the most common cause of this in rheumatoid arthritis is ischemic heart disease. We have a subtype of rheumatoid arthritis, which is called Feltes syndrome. Feltes syndrome is a splenomegaly plus neutropenia plus pancytopenia, and it's a rheumatoid factor positive. What are the epidemiology in rheumatoid arthritis? Actually, the peak onset from 30 to 50 years, although it occurs in all age groups, but it's female more common than male, so it's female to female ratio 3 to 1, and prevalence equal 1%. And we have some aesthetic differences. It's high in Native American, and it's associated with HALA-DR4, especially if we talk about filters. Antibodies in rheumatoid arthritis, we have two important antibodies like rheumatoid factor and anti-CCP antibodies. Let's begin with rheumatoid factor. Rheumatoid factor is a circulating antibody. Usually it's IgM. It's IgM which reacts with the FC portion of the IgG. So it's IgM, reacts with the FC portion of the IgG. 
Rheumatoid factor can be detected by rose wallen test, which is sheep red cell agglutination or latex agglutination test, which is less specific. Rheumatoid factor is positive in 70 to 80% of patients with rheumatoid arthritis. The high tetra levels are associated with severe progressive disease, but it's not a marker of disease activity. Actually, there are another or other conditions associated with positive rheumatoid factor includes Jogren syndrome in around 100%, Infectious syndrome also in around 100%, in infective endocarditis in 50%, and in systemic lupus in around 20 to 30%, and in systemic sclerosis in 30%, and in the general population, even normal general population, in 5%, and rarely we can find rheumatoid factor in TB or HPV or Epstein-Barr virus or in leprosy. Anticyclic citrullinated peptide antibody or anti-CCP antibody may be detectable up to 10 years before the development of rheumatoid arthritis. It may therefore play a key role in further of rheumatoid arthritis allowing early detection of patients suitable for aggressive anti-tumor necrosis factor therapy. It has a sensitivity similar to rheumatoid factor in around 70% with much higher specificity. So if we find anti-CCP antibodies, so it's by 90 to 90% uh, it's a rheumatoid. Let's recommend that patients with suspected rheumatoid arthritis who are rheumatoid factor negative should be tested for anti-CCP antibodies. Presentations of rheumatoid arthritis. There are typical presentation or typical features including swollen and painful joints in the hands and feet, stiffness worse in the morning and gradually get worse with larger joints becoming in when larger joints becoming involved. Presentation usually insidially develops over a few months and we have a positive squeeze test which is discomfort or squeezing across the metacarpal or metatarsal joints. Swan neck and boutonniere deformities are light features of rheumatoid arthritis and unlikely to be present in the recently diagnosed patients. Other presentations like acute onset with marked systemic disturbance and relapsing or remitting monoarthritis of different large joints, which is called palindromatic rheumatism. No, no affection in the distal interphalangeal joints and no hyperdens nodules. Rheumatoid arthritis complications include subluxation instability and ischemic and atlantoaxial subluxation will cause spinal cord compression plus cervical myelopathy and rupture picker differential diagnosis between rheumatoid uh, rupture picker differential diagnosis from DVT. How to diagnose rheumatoid arthritis? NICE started clinical diagnosis more important than criteria such as those defined by the American colleague rheumatology. Target population, patients who have at least one joint with definitive clinical synovitis, with this synovitis no better explanation by another disease. Classification criteria of rheumatoid arthritis add a score of categories A to D, a score of 6 on 10 is needed definitive rheumatoid arthritis. So, rheumatoid factor, and key and anti-CPA or anti-cyclic centrolinated peptide antibodies. Then, so number one, it's joint involvement. If it's one large joint, so it's score zero. If it from two to ten large joints, so score one. If one to three small joints with or without involvement of large joints, will take two. If four to ten small joints with or without involvement of large joints, will take three points. Then B, serology. At least one test result is needed for classification. Uh, yeah, so progresses if 10 joints, at least one small joint, it will take five. Then serology, if negative rheumatoid factor and negative anti-CPA, so it's zero. If low positive rheumatoid factor and low positive CCP, 
ACPA so it will take two if high positive rheumatoid factor or high positive ACPA so it will take score of three number C acute phase reactant at least one test result is needed for classification of acute phase reactant if normal CRP and normal ESR so zero if abnormal CRP or abnormal ESR then one D duration of symptoms if less than six weeks so it's zero if more than one if more than six weeks so it will take one score Rheumatoid arthritis by x-ray changes we will find in the early x-ray finding we will find loss of a joint space and juxtaarticular osteoporosis and soft tissue swelling. In the late x-ray finding we will find periarticular erosion or osteopenia and subluxations plus deformity and joint space narrowing with sparing of the interphalangeal joint especially distal interphalangeal joint. So early x-ray finding loss of joint space and juxta articular osteoporosis and soft tissue swelling and in the late x-ray you will find periarticular erosions or osteopenia and subluxations and deformity and joint space narrowing we have felty syndrome felty syndrome is a hala dr4 w4 it's a rheumatoid arthritis positive it's a severe erosive joint and deformity it's a we have rheumatoid nodule and binding cytopenia and vasculitis like mononeuritis multiplex and the necrosite and the skin lesions and neutropenia and less than 1500 and splenomegaly diagnosis of filters anti-ccp and rheumatoid factor positive in more than 90 percent increase in esr more than 85 and peripheral smear plus bone marrow biopsy to rule out other causes of neutropenia yeah. Markers of poor prognosis in rheumatoid arthritis include number one, if rheumatoid factor positive and it's high tetra, two, if insidious onset, three, if poor functional status at presentation, four, if diffuse rheumatoid nodule, five, if early joint erosion, six, if anti CCP positive, and seven, if certain subtype of HALA-DR4, like HALA-DRW4. So, management of rheumatoid arthritis patients with evidence of joint inflammation should start a combination of disease-modifying drug demaris as soon as possible. Other important treatment options include analgesia and physiotherapy and surgery. So, initial therapy, NICE guideline updated their guidelines. They now recommend demaris monotherapy plus or minus short course of bridging prednisone for 6 to 12 weeks as the MARDIS needs 6 to 12 weeks to initiate the effect. Instead of prednisolone, we can use hydroxychloroquine and sulfasalazine are used in the early or mild, not in the severe cases. In the past, dual MARDIS therapy was advocated as an initial step. Now, monotherapy. Then, monotherapy responds to treatment by combination of CRP and disease activity. Disease activity using a composite score such as DAS28 to assess response to treatment. Then in the flare, flare of rheumatoid arthritis are often managed with corticosteroids, oral or intramuscular. The MARDIS, the MARDIS which includes methotrexate and sulfasalazine and leflunomides and hydroxychloroquine. Methotrexate is the most widely used of the MARDIS monitoring of full blood count and liver function test is essential due to risk of myelosuppression and liver cirrhosis. Other important side effects of methotrexate include pneumonitis. So, methotrexate you should monitor full blood count and liver function test is essential because we have risk of myelosuppression and liver cirrhosis and pneumonitis also. 
Then we have sulfa salazine and lifronamide and hydroxychloroquine. We have also tumor necrosis factor inhibitors. The current indication of tumor necrosis factor inhibitors is inadequate and inadequate response to at least two demards, including methotrexate. So you begin with monotherapy of the MARDIS plus or minus prednisolone. Then, if no improvement, try another demards to become therapy. then if no response give the tumor necrosis factor inhibitors the tumor necrosis factor inhibitors examples including etanercept etanercept and infliximab and adalidumab etanercept is a recombinant human protein act as a decoy receptors for tumor necrosis factor alpha and its subcutaneous administration and can cause demyelination and risk also include reactivation of the tp TB. Infiloximab, it's a monoclonal antibodies bind to tumor necrosis factor alpha and prevent it from binding with tumor necrosis factor receptors. It's IV administration and we have also risk of reactivation of TB. Last one of TNF inhibitors, we have adalimumab, adalimumab, it's a monoclonal antibody with subcutaneous administration. We have drug called rituximab. Rituximab is anti-CD20 monoclonal antibody result in B-cell depletion. It's 2 1 gram intravenous infusion are given 2 weeks apart. So 1 gram intravenous infusion, then after 2 weeks another 1 gram IV infusions. Infusion reactions are common. We have another drug called abatacept. Abatacept is a fusion protein that modulates key signal required for activation of T lymphocytes, leads to decrease the T cell proliferation and cytotoxin cytokine production. Given as an infusion and now not currently recommended by NICE, we have toclizumab. Toclizumab is interleukin 6 inhibitors. Leflunomide, but first, NB. HIV patients never catch rheumatoid arthritis as rheumatoid arthritis patients, if catch HIV, so rheumatoid arthritis will heal as there is no T lymphocytes. Leflunomides block the urotic acid, so no purine and no bioremedial. Leflunomides is one of the disease modifying anti rheumatic drugs or the MARDIS, mainly used in the management of rheumatoid arthritis. It's a very long have, very long have life, which should be remembered considering its teratogenic potential. Contraindication of leflunomide includes pregnancy and previous lung and liver disease pregnancy because it's actually essential for during treatment and for at least two years to stop after treatment in women and at least three months after treatment in men. Plasma concentration monitoring required and caution should be also be exercised with pre-existing lung and liver disease. Adverse effect of leflunomide, the most important hypertension and GI, especially diarrhea and weight loss and anorexia and peripheral neuropathy and myelosuppressions and pneumonitis. Monitoring of leflunomide by full blood counts and liver function test and blood pressure because it causes hypertension. Stopping. Stop leflunomide has a very long washout period of up to one year, which requires co-administration of cholestyramine. So that's why we prevent pregnancy for at least two years. Hydroxychloroquine. Hydroxychloroquine is used in the management of rheumatoid arthritis and systemic or discoid lupus erythromatosis. It is pharmacologically very similar to chloroquine, which is used to treat certain types of malaria. Adverse effects of hydroxychloroquine include 
pupils are retinopathy may result in severe and permanent visual loss. Recent data suggests that retinopathy caused by hydroxychloroquine is more common than previously thought and the most recent guidelines suggest that color, retinal photography, and spectral domain optical coherence tomography scanning of the macula. Baseline of thermological examination and annual screening is generally recommended. A contrast to many other drugs used in rheumatology, hydroxychloroquine may be used if needed in pregnant women. Monitoring the BNF advice ask patients about visual symptoms and monitor visual acuity annually using the standard reading charts. Mesotrexate. Mesotrexate is an anti-metabolite that inhibits dihydrofolate reductase DHFR. It's an enzyme essential for the synthesis of purine and pyrimidines. Mesotrexate considered as important drugs as while it can be very effective in controlling disease, the side effect may be potentially life-threatening, so careful. Prescribing it. Indications of methotrexate include inflammatory arthritis, especially rheumatoid arthritis and psoriasis, and some chemotherapy like acute lymphoplastic leukemia. Adverse effects of methotrexate include mycocytosis and myelosuppression and pneumonitis and pulmonary fibrosis and liver fibrosis or hepatitis and mycositis and megaloblastic anemia. Pregnancy women should avoid pregnancy for at least. Six months after treatment has stopped. BNF also advised that men using methotrexate need to use effective contraception for at least six months after treatment. Prescribing methotrexate. Methotrexate is a drug with a high potential for patient harm. It is therefore important that you are familiar with the guidelines. Methotrexate taken weekly rather than daily. Full blood count and urea and electrolyte and liver function and tests need to be regularly monitored. The Committee on Safety of Medicines recommend full blood count and renal and liver function tests before starting treatment and repeated weekly until therapy established. Therefore, patients should be monitored every two to three months. Folic acid 5 mg once daily should be co-prescribed taken more than 24 hours after methotrexate dose and the starting dose of methotrexate is 7.5 mg weekly. One, only one strength of methotrexate tablets should be prescribed. Usually 2.5 mg would take three tablets. Interactions. Avoid prescribed prescribing the trimethoprim or cotrimoxazole concurrently because it increases the risk of maroaplasia and high dose of aspirin will increase the risk of mesotrexate toxicity secondary to decrease excretion and to treat the mesotrexate toxicity you should give folinic acid too. Mesotrexate, mesotrexate we give one weekly, one dose weekly. بتاخد تلات قراص كل قرص اتنين ونص فبتاخد كله سبعة ونص وبعدها بأكتر من أربعة وعشرين ساعة بتاخد فوليك أسيد عشان تحمي من الأنيميا بتتجنب وتعمل له فول بلاد كاونت ويوريا أند إلكترولايت أند ليفر فانكشن تيست قبل ال قبل ما تبدأ التريتمنت ولمدة كل أسبوع لمدة لحد ما تستابلايز الدوز بعد ما تستابلايز الدوز تعمله كل أسبوعين كل من ثلاث من شهرين لثلاث شهور تتجنب أن أنت تدي معاه ترايميثوبريم أو كوترايموكزازول علشان دول بيعملوا مع بعض بون مارو أبليزيا وتتجنب أن أنت تدي معاه هاي دوز أسبرين عشان خاطر الأسبرين بيقلل الإكسكريشن بتاعة الميزوتوكسيت فهيزود التوكسيسيتي لو حصل توكسيسيتي تديله فولينيك أسيد Sulfasalazine. Sulfasalazine, the disease-modifying anti-rheumatic drugs, يعني sulfasalazine is a type of dermatitis used in management of inflammatory arthritis, especially rheumatoid arthritis. It also used in management of inflammatory bowel disease. Sulfasalazine عبارة عن prodrug for 5-ASA, which works through decreasing neutrophil chemotaxis alongside suppressing proliferation of lymphocytes and pro-inflammatory cytokines. Cautions إن أنت بيحصل معاه مع السلفاسلازين خلي بالك من G6PD deficiency will 
deficiency والالرجي تو اسبرين اور سالفونامايد عشان في كروس سنسيفيتي ادفيرس افكت اوف سالفاسيلين انكلود اوليكوسبيرميا ستيفن جونسون سندروم وش بينفول راش اند بليسترز نيمونايتس او لونج فايبروزس اند مايولو سابريشنز اند هينز بادي انيميا اند ميجالو بلاستيك انيميا وميك كالر تيرز ستاند كونتاكت لينسز In contrast to the mild sulfasalazine, considered safe in both pregnancy and breastfeeding. So sulfasalazine can be taken for pregnancy or breastfeeding, while hydrochloroquine can be taken for pregnant women. Drug side effects of rheumatoid arthritis. Let's begin with the mild. This number one, methotrexate. Methotrexate inhibit the dihydrofurantoin. Inhibit purine. So uh, side effects of methotrexate include myelosuppression and liver cirrhosis and pneumonitis. Sulfasalazine is human necrosis factor and interleukin-1 suppression. In side effects include rashes, oligospermia, and hence body anemia and interstitial lung disease. Leflonamide in, in pyrimidine synthesis inhibitors. Uh, side effects include liver impairment and interstitial lung disease and hypertension. Hydroxychloroquine is a tumor necrosis factor and interleukin-1 suppression. The side effects retinopathy. So go for fundus examination and corneal deposits. Prednisolone side effects including cushionoid features and osteoporosis and impaired glucose tolerance and cataracts and hypertension. Gold side effects include proteinuria. Side effects of penicillamine including proteinuria and exacerbation of the myasthenia gravis. Etanercept. It's a tumor necrosis factor inhibitors. It decoy or make another receptors. Side effects of intercept including demyelinations and reactivation of TB. Side effects of infliximab reactivation of TB. Side effects of adalidumab reactivation of TB. Side effects of rituximab including infusion reaction are common. Infusion reactions. Side effects of non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs like naproxones and or ibuprofen including bronchospasm in asthmatics and dyspepsia and peptic ulceration. Doclizumab is interleukin-6 inhibitors. Contraindication for anti-TNF inhibitors and tumor necrosis factor inhibitors including comorbid demyelinations and active hepatitis which is B or C and heart failure and TB. The prognostic features of rheumatoid arthritis. Poor prognostic features include number one, rheumatoid factor positive. Two, poor functional status at pregnant at presentation. Three, HALA DR4. Four, X-ray early erosions after less than two years. Five, extra-articular features like nodule six, insidious onset, and seven, anti-CCP antibodies. In terms of gender, actually, sometimes it seems to conclude that female gender is associated with poor pregnancy. We have a subtype which is called juvenile rheumatoid arthritis. Arthritis or juvenile idiopathic arthritis (JIA). It's idiopathic synovitis of the peripheral joints and associated with soft tissue swellings and joint effusions. The most common chronic rheumatoid disease in adult. It's HALA DR8 and DR5. We have two types: pussy articular, which is less than five joints, and pulley articular, which is more than five or equal five joints. Pussy articular less more less than five joints. It's in the lower extremities, not in the hips. If pulley more than or equal five joints, it's small and large, and rheumatoid nodule on the external surface and Achilles tendonitis. Clinical picture of juvenile rheumatoid arthritis include arthritis and prominent visceral involvement, and hematosplenomegaly and uh, lymph node uh, and iridocyclitis and temperature maybe thirty nine and daily spike more than two weeks and salmon color rash and mesorovecal spine involvement. We have a subtype also called adult stilts disease. It's severe version of juvenile idiopathic arthritis. It's caused in adults from sixteen to thirty five years old. We ha it's have salmon colored 
events and events and rash on the trunk and on the truck and has fever and rheumatoid factor is negative treatment of adult cells disease by and can which is interleukin one inhibitors and tocilizumab which is interleukin six and can and and interleukin six rheumatoid arthritis and pregnancy patients with every early or poorly controlled rheumatoid arthritis should be advised to postpone conception until their disease is more stable the rheumatoid arthritis symptoms tend to improve in pregnancy but only resolve in a small minority patients tend to have a flowing delivery methotrexate is not safe in pregnancy and needs to be stopped at least for six months before conception leflunamide also is not safe in pregnancy and should be stopped at least two years or three years Sulfasalazine and hydroxychloroquine are considered safe in pregnancy. Interestingly, studies looking at pregnancy outcome in patients treated with tumor necrosis factor alpha blockers do not show any significant increase in adverse outcome, but noted that patients or pregnant when they know they are pregnant, they stop tumor necrosis factor blockers. Lotus corticosteroid may be used in pregnancy to control symptoms. Non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs may be used until 32 weeks, but after this time should be withdrawn due to the risk of early close of the ductus arteriosus. Patients should be referred to an obstetric anesthetic due to risk of atlantoaxial subluxation and quadriplegia. Complications of rheumatoid arthritis, we have extra-articular complications including respiratory, will cause pulmonary fibrosis, pleural effusion, pulmonary nodules and bronchiolitis obliterinus and methotrexate pneumonitis and pleurisy. In the ocular or the eye, we have keratoconjunctivitis sicca, which is the most common, and episcleritis and scleritis and corneal ulceration and keratitis and steroid-induced cataracts and chloroquine retinopathy. In the bone, we have osteoporosis or subluxation of the atlantoaxial joints may cause quadriplegia and cervical metastasis. In the heart, we have ischemic heart disease. Rheumatoid arthritis carries a similar risk to type 2 diabetes mellitus, and ischemic heart disease is the most common cause of this in rheumatoid arthritis. We hope so increase risk of infection and depression and Baker cysts, which and rupture Baker cysts, which is extension on inflamed synovium into the popliteal space. This commonly faulty syndrome is a complexion faulty syndrome. It's a rheumatoid arthritis plus splenomegaly plus low white blood cell count plus helix ZRW, poor and pancytopenia and anti-CCP positive and amyloidosis. The osteoarthritis. Osteoarthritis is a degenerative disease, erosion in cartilages or bone cracks with each other. It makes sound called joint mice or crepitus. The osteophytes will, will form and bone polishing and inflammation around all the joint and X-ray salty tissues called which is Bucher's nodes, which is in proximal interphalangeal joints, or maybe Hepburn's nodules in distal interphalangeal joints. Increases symptoms by the use in the ankle, in the knee, in the shoulder, and its asymmetrical distribution. Vasculitis. Vasculitis, which is mean inflammation in the blood vessels, is increased in the ESR. Sometimes inflammatory markers elevated, and special markers like PNK or CNK increase in the eosinophils and systemic disease. In the eye, we have uveitis and inflammatory sclera and decreased visual acuity. In the nose, we have pleat. In the kidney, we have glomerular nephritis. In the muscle pain, in the generally fever and headache. In the heart, myocardial infarction and hypertension. GIT, you have bloody stool and abdominal pain. In the joint pain and arthritis. In the skin, papule, purpura and levator reticularis. In CNS, stroke, polyneuropathy. And in the lung, blood cough and lung infiltrations. Examples of large 
vessel vasculitis include giant cell arthritis and takayasu arthritis giant cell arthritis or temporal arthritis arthritis and takayasu arthritis or pulseless disease of the middle asian female medium size include polyarthritis nodosa and kawasaki syndrome and burgers disease and thrombangitis obliterans medium size polyarthritis nodosa burger disease kawasaki thrombangitis obliterans why the small vessel vasculitis include wigner's granulomatosis Scherg Strauss and the microscopic polarangitis and Henriksen-Rhein purpura and cryoglobinemia and Behzet. So Wigner's and Scherg Strauss microscopic polarangitis, Henriksen-Rhein purpura, cryoglobinemia and Behzet's disease. Temporal arthritis. Temporal arthritis or giant cell arthritis is a large vessel vasculitis which overlaps with polymagia rheumatica. Histology shows changes which characteristically skip certain sections of affected artery whilst damaging others. Features of temporal arthritis include typically patients more than 60 years old, usually rapid onset less than one month. We find headache in 85%. We find jocular indications in 65%. We find visual disturbance, secondary to anterior ischemic optic neuropathy, and tender and palpable temporal artery, and around 50% have features of polyamergia rheumatica, which is aching and morning stiffness in the proximal limb muscle, not weakness. Also, lethargy and depression and low-grade fever and anorexia and night sweats. Investigation of temporal arthritis include increased inflammatory markers, ESR more than 50 mm per hour. Note that ESR if less than 30 is less than 30 in 10% of patients. CRP may also be elevated, so ESR elevated and CRP. Temporal artery biopsy skip lesion may be present. Note that note creatine kinase and EMG normal. Treatment by high dose prednisolone. There should be dramatic response. If not, then the diagnosis should be reconsidered. Urgent ophthalmology review. Patients with visual symptoms should be seen in the same day by an ophthalmologist because visual damage is often irreversible. So give steroids if visual disturbance from 40 to 60 milligram prednisolone oral. If there is visual loss, give IV steroids. Polyarthritis nodosa. Polyarthritis nodosa. Nodosa means necrosis. Polyarthritis nodosa is a vasculitic vasculitis affecting medium-sized arteries with necrotizing inflammation leading to aneurysm formation. Polyarthritis nodosa is more common in middle-aged men and is associated with hepatitis B infection. So hepatitis B, polyarthritis nodosa. It has surface antigen positive and surface antigen positive in 30% and low lung affections. Features of polyarthritis nodosa including fever, malaise, and arthralgia, and weight loss, and hypertension, and mononeuritis multiplex, and sensorimotor polyneuropathy, and testicular pain, and multiple aneurysms. Also associated with levator reticularis and hematuria and renal failure. Perinuclear antineutrophil cytoplasmic antibodies or PANCA are found in 20% of patients with classic polyarthritis nodosa. Hepatitis B serology positive in 30%. So, levidro reticularis will be found in cholesterol impoli and polyarthritis nodosa or amantadine therapy. The cause of this polyarthritis nodosa, including renal failure or GIT complications, how to treat polyarthritis nodosa by cyclophosphamide plus glucocorticoids with high dose. We have Takayasu disease. Takayasu, which is a large vasculitis, it's a pulseless disease of middle-aged female. It's a granulomatous arthritis in aorta and other great vessels, so it's large vasculitis. Clinical picture including female less than 40 years Asian. We have subclavian steel phenomenon and decreased pulse strength. 
we'll find one fifty on sixty ischemia and pallor in one leg and claudication CT angio or MRI will find beaded appearance and sign of vasculitis, malaise and headache and hypertension differences in blood pressure between both arm or an equal pulse, absent limb pulse and carotid bruit and intermittent claudications and aortic regurgitation in twenty percent. Takazo associated with renal artery stenosis management by steroids or autoimmune. Uh, steroids measured by steroids. We have vaginal granulomatosis in the nose. Vaginal granulomatosis in the nose will find granuloma, not vasculitis. While in the lung, granuloma plus vasculitis or necrosis. In the kidney, no granuloma, only necrosis or only vasculitis. Kawasaki disease. Kawasaki disease called oculomaculocutaneous lymph node. It's a medium-sized vasculitis in children like five years. It's higher in Asian. So fever for five days in five years old boy or child will have cervical lymph nodes more than 1.5 centimeter in the eye will find bilateral non-executive conjunctivitis and the tongue or lips mucositis and stroperial tongue skin rash and swelling in the palm and soul differentiate with from scarlet fever because it have cervical lymph nodes coronary have also coronary autoaneurysm maybe mi in 10 years child even after healing investigation by echo and followed by echo treatment aspirin and IGIV and followed by echo then aspirin lifelong no evidence for long-term cardiovascular system square after two months Berger's disease it's due to cigarettes Berger's disease is a medium-sized vasculitis thrombophobitis obliterans it's a heavy smoker male less than 40 years old segmental thromboposing vasculitis and intermittent claudication may lead to gangrene and autoamputation of digits and superficial nodular phlebitis and renal phenomenon is often present to treatment by stopping or cessation of smoking Basic disease is a small vessel vasculitis and autoimmune mediated inflammation of the artery and vein. It's classic triad symptoms of oral ulcer, genital ulcer, and anterior uveitis. Uveitis, not conjunctivitis. Epidemiology more common in the Eastern Mediterranean, Turkey, and more common in men. Complicated gender distribution, which vary according to the country. Overall, basic is considered to be more common in male. And more severe tends to affect young adults from 20 to 40 years associated with HALA B51, B51, and split antigen of HALA B5. Around 30% of patients have a positive family history, features oral ulcer, genital ulcer, and anterior uveitis, not conjunctivitis, and thrombophlebitis and deviant thromboses, arthritis, and neurological involvement like aseptic meningitis and GI abdominal pain and diarrhea and colitis and erythema nodosum. Diagnosis of patients including no definitive test, but diagnosis based on clinical finding and positive beta-G test is suggestive. Puncture site following needle pricks becomes inflamed with a small pustule forming treatment of pests including steroids and other cyprine. Antiphospholipid syndrome is an acquired disorder characterized by a predisposition of to both venous and arterial thrombosis, recurrent fetal loss, and thrombocytopenia. It may occur as a primary disorder or secondary to other conditions like systemic lupus erythromatosis. A key point that to, appreci to appreciate that antiphospholipid syndrome could paradoxically rise in the EBTT. So, it's thrombosis and EBTT is rise. So, EBTT is indicated for bleeding. So, it's paradoxical. 
due to an extra ex vivo reaction of the lupus antibodies with phospholipid involved in the coagulation cascade features venous or arterial thrombosis and recurrent fetal loss and levido reticularis and thrombocytopenia and prolonged EPTT and other features including preeclampsia and pulmonary hypertension. Markers of antiphospholipid syndrome including number one lupus anticoag which is the most important markers and number two anticardinolipin which is RGG and IgM and anti-R2 glycoprotein. Association the other than systemic lupus may be antiphospholipid syndrome associated with systemic lupus or other autoimmune disorders or lymphoproliferative disorders or phenothiazines, which is rare. Management based on the guidelines, initial venous thromboembolytic events, evidence evidence currently supports use of warfarin with the initial target of INR for two to three for six months. If recurrent venous thromboembolic events, so lifelong warfarin, if occurred while taking warfarin, then increase target INR to three to Four. Arterial thromboembolism is so lifelong warfarin with target INR 2 to 3. First trimester miscarriage is the most common cause and low dose aspirin once pregnancy starts. We have diseases that have effect on upper respiratory tract infection and lung and kidney like Wigner granulomatosis 2. Basement membrane, good pasteur syndrome, 3, microscopic cholangitis, 4, Scherg-Strauss syndrome. So, Wigner's granulomatosis is a vasculitis and C, NK, and no isonophilia. While in the basement membrane or good pasteur syndrome, it's autoimmune anti-GPM. Microscopic cholangitis, it's a PNK positive, it's a lung and kidney and skin and pussy immune glomerulonephritis and palpable purple rash and no granuloma clinical picture as Wigner with no nasopharyngeal involvement. Number four, Scherger-Strauss syndrome is a PNK positive lung and kidney and isonophilia, isonophilia and asthma and paranasal sinuses and polyneuropathy. It's IgA-mediated vasculitis of small vessels, epidemiology, IgA plus corticoprocessi or ICC circulating deposition in the basement membrane and skin and renal glomerulitis and GI tract. Most common cause of hemochonylinepepera, non-thrombocytopenic epipera in children, followed an upper respiratory tract infection in 2 to 8 years old children and in the winter it's in the male more than female. Scrotal edema and redness red urine and rash and intersusception may occur and IgM and CC and fibrine. Renal biopsy will find IgA mesangial deposition. Cryoglobulinemia is associated with vitamin C or Ig or IC, generalized vasculitis plus hyperviscosity and thrombosis, perperitic crash and limb ischemia. Third of cases is idiopathic deposition of Ig in vessels and incubate serum at 4 de degree. Types of cryoglobulinemia. Type 1, cryoglobulinemia, rheumatoid factor negative. It's a monoclonal. Uh, type 2, cryoglobulinemia. It's a rheumatoid factor positive, 25% monoclonal and 50% polyclonal. Type 3 cryo, it's a polyclonal and rheumatoid factor is positive. Type 1 associated with multiple myeloma and Waldenring macroglomerulosis and 25% mono and Reynolds phenomenon. Type 2 associated with hepatitis C and rheumatoid arthritis and Jogren and the lymphadenopathy and 25% mono and poly. Type 3 it's rheumatoid arthritis positive and associated with rheumatoid arthritis and Jogren's and rheumatoid factor is positive in 50% and it's polyclonal.